Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... uh... Uh, July 15th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Redeem and Newman PC has been conducting Zoom calls or conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, raise your hand and let our team know if you're a newcomer. Please let our team know if you're a newcomer. Hi. Thank you. Good afternoon. Thank you, Rahul, for taking my call. Uh, I have a quick question about uh, applying for a family-based green card. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a Canadian citizen currently working on TN visa. My son born and brought up in the States. He became 21 years old last week. Um, I would mm-hmm. like to apply for a green card on his behalf. But uh, Wait, you, you are in USA or in... Um, in I'm in Canada. States now. I'm working in uh, okay. States on TN visa. As a Canadian citizen. Mm-hmm. And your son is a US citizen, he's 21 years old. Yes, he's not He's not earning any income. He's still uh, in studies at university. Did I not speak with you before? Maybe no. different. Yeah. Yeah. So my question yeah. is, uh, will there be any problem because he's not uh, having any annual income, but uh, me and my wife both are working in States. Uh, Leo, there's somebody who is not uh, desirable in this uh, thing. Can you ban him? Please? Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, uh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, he's sorry. been passing some bad messages. Okay. Um, you can file a green card. You can okay. include your income into it and okay. get the green card for it. I can see money in your face. <laughs> it's easy to get a green card. Nice, nice. How, how long the process take and how much it will cost? It'll take between, um, when is your TN visa expiring? I have two more years on TN visa. Good for you. You'll get an EAD by that time, most probably green card. Okay, may, may I know how much it cost me approximately? You can send an email. We don't give costs here. You can okay. send an email to me in this one. It's easy process, of course, which okay. are a little bit costlier, but okay. we'll make it very easy for you. Absolutely okay. no problem. You'll get the green card. But one thing you. is that once we file the application, you mm-hmm. cannot travel for a period of one year out of this country. Well, even on Canadian passport? No. Oh. That is, I, if that you I want to do, happen. if you want to travel before that, mm-hmm. contact my opponent lawyer. I don't like her. Okay. 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 Otherwise, you contact me. I'll make money on you. Next question. Okay. Please. Thank you. Leo, give, give him the uh, information. Sure. Ravi? 
<coughs> Hi Rahul. Um, so, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So Rahul, my case is um, um, I filed uh, 485 in both uh, EB2 and EB3. I got a letter mm -hmm. from uh, the field office saying that due to visa regression, um, we cannot uh, approve your case. So, um, but the case uh, is updated on EB2 as pending, not on EB3. So on the case status. So um, at this situation, since I got a letter saying that regression, I'm not sure what's going on with both of them. I want you to Congress, I want you to contact the Congressman office Mm -hmm. and tell them what you told me that, look, I filed EB2485. I got a regression notice on this one. I am not regressed, okay? Yeah. So the the notice which I got from Delmer Field Office says visa classification as E3 for me and my spouse. So oh, E3. Sure. Yeah. So I got an E3, but that's the problem. So I got it for E3, but that could be linked to my EB3 probably, I guess, because I'm a refile. But the uh, status update is on the EB2, saying case remains. Where is your EB2 day. file, right? Where is your file in EB2? Uh, it's in MBC, National Benefit Center. I would still raise this congressional uh, request, okay? I did it. I did it for from Senator and Congressman. So... Since I got a visa regression letter, would it be would it help if we do an interfile on EB three Rahul so that I would not recommend that you do. I would not recommend that you do. I okay. would not recommend. So, Next person, please. Uh, hi, hi Rahul. Uh, this is not my first time. Hope you can hear me. Yes. Okay. Uh, very quick yes, question. Yeah, one uh, very quick question. Actually, my brother-in-law went for a visa interview um, in New Delhi a uh, couple months back and he got a 221G. They did not ask him any kind of documentation or anything. They just uh, asked uh, some regular questions like, uh, uh, where is the company? What is, where are you going? Which state and all? Just basic. And uh, they handed him over a white slip and they written as administrative processing in that. And it's been more than 65 days now. And the status online still shows same, the administrative processing. Is there, there are, anything there we can, can there, there can be a lot of things that can happen. Maybe he's from Helgon University. Maybe he's from Newport University. Maybe he worked for Integra Solutions. I don't know. There may be a million chances for it. It's better mm -hmm. for him to have a consultation. Okay. So okay. consultation... Um, can can your team help with that or I do I yeah. need to go with that? Yeah. Who help? My, my colleague will send you a consultation thing. Um, Leo, the other gentleman, you didn't send the email address. You just send him the consultation thing though. Uh, but we'll send you a consultation. Thing. Okay, sure. Thank it's you. Ron. Because there are a lot of things that can go wrong in it. There's okay. like, a, I mean, a lot of things can go wrong in it. So he mm -hmm. needs to be evaluated from the boot to the top. Okay. Just like the way sure. doctor does it. When you go there, he evaluates all the things. Certain things doesn't okay. need all those things. Okay. okay? But that okay. Thing has been six months. And if, yeah, if I mean, not that, it, not that we can solve it, at least mm -hmm. we will 
we can identify it. If it doesn't be identified, then it's a different issue. Okay, sure. And one one last question should be should be a very quick one. So uh, I'm planning to apply my wife for a H four EAD. Um, so out of the current scenario, what is the expectation time it is taking to get the H four EAD actually? Your wife is an H four right now. No, no, she's on currently H one and she's maxing out uh, her H one by end of this year, and we are planning to convert for H four EAD. Anywhere between six months to twelve months. Okay, thank you. That is all. I you know. should file thank as soon as possible. Okay. Next yeah, person, sure. please. And she can extend the H one if she wants. So there are different ways about that. Next person, please. Hello. Hi, Rahul. So uh, my I am I downgraded. Uh, by gc in uh, october 2020 of course and, you uh, yeah i mean uh, eb3 don't great and uh, i did uh, eb2 interfile in april 22 and i sent to medicals as well so we got a rfe recently and uh, currently my wife is in india and uh, what's the rfe on, about it's about uh, medicals nice yeah so i mean uh, but currently my wife is in india and uh, she expected to come in august 17th so we got only 6 weeks of time so can she take medicals from india and send it to us there is no medicals taking from india okay and one more thing can we request usas to give more time for medicals in case i mean uh, if there is a delay in her coming um leo i see some undesirable people in this uh, uh in this uh, thing they are showing their private parts so leo make sure that you ban everybody of those people okay yes, please leo can you see them yes yes so so can we request the no, i'm being disturbed i'm being disturbed about uh, i will tell you, i'll speak with you leo this called uh, istifaq can you see him Leo, just watch the videos on the things and make sure that you don't have any undesirable. No, yeah. Here is one thing: get, get her on first class, business class, whatever it takes. It. Okay. 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 Get her. Get the medical. You can't get the medical in India. Get her those things. Avoid us. Okay. Okay. We yeah. are those kind of people who are showing private parts. Or believe me, you should not like us. Get her here. Get the medical. Okay. You can't get the medical from there. Okay. okay Avoid okay. us. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yep. Get on the business class. Get on the first class. I don't know what you do. Get on the private part, of course. And that's okay. true. And I imagine yeah. one time I accidentally bumped you into business class. Wow, that is cool. Okay. okay. Yeah. Get on the business class. Sure. Great. Thanks for. Yeah. Okay. and get the medical because they want to approve your case before september 30th okay understand got it yep sure next person thank you sorry I'm guys i i am i got uh, deviated some bad people in the not not this guy baba yeah anuj go ahead uh, hey rahul uh, thanks for your time uh, this is a probably a very common question you may hear uh, so our parents are visiting uh, us and uh, they are here until august uh, 16th as of now um and they are like visiting the they are visiting us um 
uh, in Columbus, Ohio. I'm, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and they are visiting us from India. Uh, their I-94 is expiring on August 16th, uh, and we would like to extend that stay, their stay by um, <laughs> one more month. Uh, I would like to know what is the process, and if uh, you know, I heard uh, if we file an extension, there is uh, something called biometrics that needs to be done, and yeah, things. And if that's and by the time they won't be for, they won't be there for biometrics, and they will deny the entire thing. Their passport visa will expire if that happens. Their okay. passport visa is valid for the next two, three, five, ten years, is right? Correct. Yes, they. Yeah, visa is uh, valid until two thousand twenty-seven. Don't do that. Okay. So uh, we have a function. What is the best way to? Uh, we we would want them to stay here. Do, but, do, uh, uh, do you do you speak Telugu? Yes. We call something as Avagavalna Bhuvagavalna. <laughs> so you want them to stay for the function or do you want them to keep coming back again? So you pick keep one coming. option. So okay. if you keep the function, they will not be able to come back ever. Because if they stay one day over their I-94 and they don't attend the biometrics, their passport visa will be canceled they have to go for the visa stamping and that's a big issue okay okay i All will right. tell I, I will tell you one thing i want to get my marriage soon what's the best way to do it bribe the pujari it's completely <laughs> legal believe me i sastra and namaskar i paid 200 rupees that's <laughs> 30 years ago and that guy said after 20 days is the best murat Never 20 years after, but never so day before. So do that and don't do what you're trying to do. Believe me, it's not worth it. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Ajay? Any newcomers, please let our team know in yeah. everybody here. Don't don't speak with because my, my uh, colleague Leo is there. Ajay, go ahead. Thank you for the opportunity. So, sir, my case is uh, I have applied a joint in, uh, downgrade to EB3 uh, in August of 2021, and the applications went to Nebraska Service Center. And then uh, I interfiled on Jan 31st when the USCIS gave us the opportunity. So, my interfile receipt I issued on March 31st, that also went to Nebraska Service Center. And then the case, uh, my wife. Did you say Nebraska I, Service Center or NBC? Nebraska Service Center. Everything went to Nebraska oh. Service Center. Even interfile mm -hmm. I-485J as well. LIM. And then uh, April 8th, my wife got a transfer notice in mail saying that to speed up the application, we have moved your process application from there to Nebraska National Benefit Center. I did not receive any transfer notice. For Only my your wife, not you. Only wife got the transfer notice, not mine. Okay. And then uh, when I checked with Emma and a tier two officer, they said that even my application is also transferred to NBC on uh, April 6th. And then both our applications moved to uh, Philadelphia district office, they say, on May 4th. After that, we don't see any, any in, uh, update. So, but when I tried to create another service request saying that the transfer, I mean, I missed the transfer document uh, when the tier one officer said to create like that, that, came as NSC. So my application is in 
Nebraska Service Center, or it is a Philadelphia district office. So how should I do it? District office. It's I mean, a district district. It's a district office. So it is at the district office. Mm-hmm. Which is so, actually, uh, from, which is actually, the best thing that can happen for you. Okay. So they say May fourth, but still I did not see any update uh, for. On the same Philadelphia district office in the Telegram group, I saw that people who moved in June, they got uh, approved. The only dis- difference I see is mine is 2021 August applied. They are applied in 2020. So is that the only reason, or? Uh, I couldn't say that. Either way, things are going perfectly for you, but the people okay. who have moved to the same district office doesn't mean that that they'll get at the same level. Because each officer is different. Okay, so uh, so my mm-hmm. so uh, and I sent the transfer a TUB letter as well to Philadelphia. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, even though they did not raise an RFP, so is that okay or uh, that should be any? That's problem? fine. That's fine. You're good. But my case, uh, you think it is in the uh, Philadelphia district office, not at the office. Nebraska service no. center? No. No. No, it's in Philadelphia. Because some of my agents say it is at the Nebraska Service Center. That is the only country. No, it's in Philadelphia. Office. If the online says that it's Philadelphia, it's Philadelphia. They're moving everything to the district offices right now. Nebraska okay, so is not approving the cases. Okay, tier two officer confirmed that that is at the Philadelphia field office. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next okay. So they say 50-50, so that's where I was wondering. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Very soon. Most probably it may be approved soon or you may be called for me too. Okay. Next Hi. question. Thanks so Hi, everybody. Um, uh, I came to the uh, with a EB3 unskilled visa through a consular processing. I have a stay in the job almost three months here in, in, in the United States already. I can't stand it anymore. Um, I'm uh, uh, too crazy about the low-pay uh, salary. No, 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 no. Wait. First of all, what non-immigrant visa did you come in? Uh, EB3. Did you come in a green card? Yeah, I, I, I already have my green card. Okay. So the question is, if I can leave the job actually, and I don't gonna have problems with with my naturalization process? Absolutely not. You can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a Microsoft CEO. You got yeah, your so, green card. Yeah, I, there I, is a I, memo. There is a memo in USCIS that tells exactly this thing. I will try to see if I can get a link and provide it to you. Okay, thanks so much. You, it is the offer of employment that got you the green card. It is not the employment. By the way, you are in whichever country you are in. It's the offer of employment that got you the green card. That is over right now. Now you can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a Microsoft CEO, or I don't want to do anything. I want to sleep for the next one month. Or one year, right. you can do so. Yeah, so I can leave my my job today if, if I want it. Yes, you wanted to. You can leave it. Yeah, and my naturalization process is not gonna. It's going to be. Is not going to not be. Not going to be in the process. 
there are so many people that consult me on this thing. And if you pay $400, I'll tell the same thing. Absolutely not a problem. Never, ever been. And they will ask me the question, oh, they check the employment history. Of course they will check the employment history. If you work for Al-Qaeda, you know what Al-Qaeda is? <laughs> no. You know yes. what Al-Qaeda is? Yes, yes, yes you yes, know. Yes. Okay, yes, if you work for ISIS, okay, or such organizations, your green, your citizenship will be canceled. So when they say that they are going to check the employment history, they are checking those things. Okay. Okay. That. And there is one other little thing I have a problem with. Okay. If you work with, if you work with the, if you work with the, uh, marijuana not not at all <laughs> okay i'm just telling you even though they say it's legal it's not legal according to me okay but if you work flipping a burger in mcdonald's you want a layer road you want to be microsoft say go do it you're fine with it. Okay? okay so i can leave the the job at, at any time right now anytime right now you can leave it Okay, thank you so much. Wish you best of luck. Next person, please. Hey Rahul, this is, this is Abhi. Um, my question is, uh, my previous employer filed for EB3 downgrade and then I moved on to another company. Uh, been with another company for one year, they are ready to file uh, GC, but because it was downgraded um, using amendment, they have to start all over again. So I reached out to my previous employer to see if he could do it. He is asking me to come back on payroll. I'm wondering how I can just pursue both the options so that- Wait, wait. Um, so you filed the downgrade application. Correct. With previous employer. And, and previous employer. And they filed the 485. Correct. And I got EGC and, and, But EB3, I-140 approved? Yes, correct. What's your prior date? 2014 September. Okay, now how uh, the damn lawyer did not listen to our videos, is right? Correct. Okay. Yes. So they they did the amendment instead of uh, doing a new okay. one. So so they're so I okay now the they're only telling way to get back on them track. to come. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're telling the only way to, to get back, back on track is to go back on the payroll with my previous. Well, that's up to them. I mean, whatever they want to demand, they can demand. Right. So the way I see it is maybe I can use GCEAD to work with both the employers while I pursue. Yeah, you can. Um, you can. Yeah, but uh, my current employer is a little hesitant on me switching back to GCRE. He's asking if I can just How? continue on H1. Why does you, you need to know, or your current employer need to know that you're working for other employer? Uh, well, so he is gonna start GC processing again. Uh, which, which I don't think the current employer, Compl current, current employer, but yeah, but he can he can just uh, apply AC twenty one because it's an amendment. He wanted to do it in EB two because of which he has to start from labor again. So I want to keep both the options open. So question one is on GCED, I can work for two employers, right? You can, you can. Okay. Uh, is there a way for me to work? H1B with my current employer and GCAD with the previous employer. 
look at me closely. You can. <laughs> so you can work with, with HR. See, I, I-9 is a requirement of the employer. Hmm. So there are a lot of people who don't inform the employer about what they are doing. So it's off the secret, but as, as far as you're concerned though, you are not violating any law. If you, you know, I can't say any more than that. Next person, please. A lot of people don't inform. Next person, Leo. A lot of people Hi. don't inform the current employer that they moved on to EAG. Is it legal or illegal? I don't know about it, but I can tell you on the immigration law. It is not a violation. That's all I can tell you. Ready? No, you're muted. I don't want to hear any more from you. What I've got um, So we requested a transfer of my underlying basis of the pending I-45 from a pending I-140 to an approved I-130. And we submitted that transfer request in February. The basis ah. is still transferred. And so, 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 so wait, wait, wait. You have a 485 and I-140 pending. I have a 485 pending, correct. With the I-140, I guess. And an I-140, but I have an approved I-130. That doesn't work with the USCIS. It's legal, but it doesn't work. Okay, keep going. Well, we received a request for evidence for former I-140, and we fear that the I-140 gets denied. What can uh, I do? Let me ask you, first of all, what is your legal status in the United States? Um, adjustment of status applicant. When, uh, what status did you come into the United States? Germany. What status do you come into the United States? Oh, originally as a L1A, L1B. But okay. that was a long time and ago. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're married to a U.S. citizen? Yes. I, I would recommend just to file a 485 for you. A new I-485? New I-485. Because here's the reason though. When you file the 485, you base it on the I-140, underlying I-140. If that I-140 gets denied, they say that at the time of filing, you should be eligible for it. Now the eligibility is taken off. Now the question comes, hey, are you legal in United States after the, uh, you're filing a new 485? You don't have to be legal in the United States if you're married to a US citizen, as long as entry is legal. So here is what I do. I will fight the I-140, I will fight the 485, which 90% of the time I'm going to get beaten. But I will file a 485 right now for you. And absolutely, you will not have any problem in getting the green card. Well, but then I lose my work authorization until I have a new one, right? So let me tell you. It's going to take another 12, 18 months until the new. Let me tell you the legal things. I'm not going to tell you what I am telling you. If you are married to a US citizen, 
And if you work undocumentedly, I'm not telling you to do it. I'm not telling you to do it. If you work undocumentedly, you will not be denied in getting the green card. Yeah, but my current employer will not do that. <laughs> uh, you said you have an EAD, is that right? Yes. How much time it's valid? Uh, what time it's it, valid? Oh, it, I, I just, it just got renewed. Um, and it's, so it's two years valid. Two years. Two years valid. Uh -huh. I'm not telling you to work, okay? But if you take an EAD to an employer, if he denies your employment, it's a different law. He may be sued for it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I am not telling you to work unlawfully, but I'm just telling you what the law is, what your employer can do it when with the EAD card. I'm just telling you what the law is. Okay. I would file a 485 immediately. Because if the I-140 gets denied, there is a good chance your entire thing will fall down. I want you to file for it. Fine. Got it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. And you can contact us for filing the 485. Leo, give her the information for the 485. Uh, info it, Yeah. Next person, please. Sometimes I can only tell laws, guys. I cannot... You have to do it. Uh, I'll take the next two callers, guys. After that, if you have any questions, please leave messages. We'll try to answer. Yeah. And the messages should be left to all the people, everyone, not Shall I speak? to me. Uh, yeah, give me one second. I'll send a test message. Uh, Leo, I can't send messages. So to now you can drop it. I just told Yeah. Guys, send the... Uh, where I send the messages, please send it. Because she banned the people because they're people spending bad messages. Hi, Rahul. Hello? Yes, Are you able to hear me? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good afternoon. Yeah, my question is, I'm on H1B. My wife is on H4 EAD. So the question is, her H4 EAD got expired on March 10th. And we received the new H4 approved H4 on April 15th. So can she work right now? Wait. Uh, she got her H4 expiring on March 15th. Expired, yes. H4 year previous. H4 year expired on March 15th. March 10th. And mm -hmm. current wait, wait, H4. Wait. Did she file the EAD extension before March 10th? We filed on December 1st of 2021. Answer to my question is yes. Yes, we filed it. We filed it. Now the H4 is approved. The EAD is still pending. Yes. She can work until 540 days from March 10th. Sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Last person on the call. Thank you. Nitin? 
Oh, cool. I was just about to type. So uh, my EB3485 uh, was filed in August uh, 2021, Rahul. Uh, EB2485 was uh, uh, filed. Uh, uh, August uh, 2021. What's the priority date, please? Uh, 2012 March. <clears throat> okay. I mean, I'm current. So <clears throat> EB2 was filed literally one week before the whole 485J came into picture on, on 119, like January 19th, right? Uh, <clears throat> so now you had asked, I had consulted you, you know, nothing is happening, what to do? And my lawyers now, they're more slower than USCIS. Okay, it only took them two years, two months to get that 485 document ready. Now they're saying uh, they will, uh, you know, they're ready. Uh, in four days from now, I will complete, uh, we even got that, we didn't get acknowledgement, but that status changed online that uh, my upgrade, you know, uh, that was accepted. Okay, there was no 485J then on one January 19th, right? <clears throat> now, if they file 485J now, will it reset my 180-day? Is it even necessary now? I'm, I'm only four days away from that six months, that 180 days uh, since January for that EB2 upgrade. So, you're, so you filed in 2021. Yeah, August. Uh, yeah. And you're and then you when did you file the upgrade first upgrade <clears throat> no, only one uh, eb3 was august 2021 eb2 upgrade was uh, january 19th of this year 2022 mm. so july 19th will be six months if you will <clears throat> but months. um but one question that i have is that that <clears throat> is before the january Last week when we got the notice. Exactly. Like literally four days before that, you know, that came. Yeah. And I asked these people, they said, no, 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 we don't want to do 485J because the law itself says you don't have to apply. You know, anyway, you're up, you know, the status says, you know, they have, up, they're up, they have, I don't even know they've approved it. Message says they've approved it. I mean, the uh, upgrade has been approved. But, you know, right, okay. it's not really the words that say that, right? The word, the, the language. You didn't got the 485J receipt notices, right? I didn't, they didn't, didn't file 485J. Yeah, they didn't 19. It says, we received your correspondence for form 485 application to register permanent residence or adjust status. That's what the USC online status says. Nitin, there are sometimes <laughs> no clear answers. Right yeah. now, I would, because I just try to be very honest. I'm like, legally, this thing, percentage, I just want to go honest. Okay. Okay. You have a 30% risk if you move to a different company after July 19th. I have no plan to move. You I have no plan to move into. So. Well, request your company to find the furniture again, you damn. Sorry. <laughs> if USCIS was slow, my company is giving them competition. You know? Okay. Okay. If you don't have a plan to move, you're good. I mean, I still want them to file a 485J supplement. Oh, I okay. beg them to do it. It's, so it's only taken them two months for me to kind of like get behind these big companies. Big I, uh, you know, I understand, but there's nothing you can do right now. Uh, we, but some, pre, previously we used to say to file a freedom of information. That's backfiring on us. So can I tell you one more thing? Every time I filed it two times and I think it is very stupid on my part. Maybe that's why I, I'm, I'm delayed because I heard they pull out my application from the line, make copies. We recently learned that. We did not learn it. We were stupid too. This is like crazy. I hope some, that salt mine in St. Louis is. I understand. But right now, right now, if they can't <coughs> do 
the California thing, I don't want you to do anything. So for it, if I can file, right, the J supplement, <clears throat> will that reset my 188 thing? Because I at least want that EAD thing, you know, like. If you, if you, if, EAD has nothing to do with what you're speaking. The only okay. thing is that whether you want to move out of the company has no, to be with no the If you don't have to, please file the 485 J supplement again. Thank you. If you can. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Okay. Really I'll happy. go to the questions, guys, now. I was having an internal office for discussing what's the best way to become a good lawyer is to conduct the Zoom calls and how smart it can be. It's very educational because you feedback. I need Raj, I need T4 on the passport expires on January 1st. Our I-7 expires on date March. Can the H-1B extension be filed six months before January 1st of 2023? Absolutely, Raj. It's the I-94 expiration, not I-797 expiration. Assuming that you recently got that I-94 after the I-797, yes. Akil, I have, uh, I have AP and EB3 application. Recently got RFN, EB3, Ivan Foot regarding bona fide job offer will respond soon. That will be 485J. Refile for it in EB2. If EB3, I-140 gets rejected, will AP get revoked as well? Oh, I'm seriously worried. Oh, yeah. If the I-140 gets rejected though, the entire EB3 will fall down. Entire 485 will fall down, uh, Akil. It'll fall down. So I definitely don't want you to use any of those things. Uh, Anil. Rahul, I filed downgrade in October 2020 and refiled EB2 in 2021. My downgrade application moved to NBC in April. Nice. My prior date is April 2020 and both are done by you. What? Do you think so? We should interfile. Akhil, no, you should not interfile. Akhil, I don't know if, we, if you know or not, we have a conference call every Thursday. You can come there. You don't have to be waiting with, with these people because we have a separate conference call. No, you should not interfile. That's my recommendation. But if you tell us, you give us the money, I'll take it because I have to follow your directions. I mean, I will follow your direction, but we don't recommend. But Akil, come to the Thursday conference call because you're wasting your time. You get your chances. You're a paid client of me, Akul. I don't want you to come to this conference call. I have a valid H1B stamp. This is uh, Nitisha. Uh, I have a valid H1B stamp passport through September 28th. I'm assuming 2022. I have my extension. I would like to travel to India in August and get a new stamp. Can I book an appointment for a new stamp with while my current stamp in Europe? Yes. Even though your passport visa is expiring in September, you can book an appointment in you can book an appointment in, in August. Absolutely, that's not a problem. Now, 
Nitisha, you don't even have to book an appointment. You can come back without the passport stamping in August, but make sure that you show them the H1B approval of your recent I-94 that is going to expire in 2025. Make sure you get the I-94 until 2025. If by any chance they don't give it until 2025, you better check it and you report to your lawyer in August, not in September. You can do so. Hanu, uh, we filed medicals, but A number in my wife's medical form is old one that got generated after my, will it cause an issue? Absolutely not. My wife is in India and got H4 Dropbox appointment. She has a B2. Can she travel in B2 and apply H4 change of status? No, absolutely not. Here is the reason. When a person is coming on B2, they are telling that they are coming on visiting Disney or something like that. They don't want to stay in this country. The purpose is defeated right now. They should not come on B2. They should only come on H4 visa. Work. Uh, do you think we have enough members to approve all the applicants that have for AOS, including the ones stuck in TSA? Yeah, this is from 68244. Uh, yeah, I think so, but one thing is that, oh, no, they cannot approve those people. Billy May 8244, they cannot approve those people. Unless it's moved to the National Benefit Center, they cannot. Uh, Meme path. I am in USA with consulate appointment booked for L2 visa stamping in India in October. My employer has applied for H1B. Will I be able to use my appointment for a H1B stamping? Oh, Manju, no, 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 you can't do that. You have to make another appointment. You don't want to give any excuse uh, to, uh, you don't have an excuse to deny your visa. So come on L2, you can apply H1B transfer to that company as soon as you come back. Uh, Chandra, after filing into filing my case status change, case remain pending. Is it good or bad? Mm, I don't know whether it's good or bad. The only thing is that if they move to the National Benefit Center, if they move to the local office, that's good. But if they just say that case remains pending, I wouldn't say it's good or bad. My son, 16-year-old SSN, and using EAD for does so. Does he have EAD? Does it mean that he is using EAD? No, he's not using EAD. Vikram, he's not using EAD. Thank you, guys, for coming. Uh, the next conference call will be on Monday. Don't forget that we do have a YouTube live with TV Asia on Sunday at 
3 p.m. Central Time. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.